you're listening to God's gift through his word with Tanika Drake. Yeah. That's right. Hello, hello everyone. Tanika Drake here. This part of the show is brought to you by the gift of finding God's love, guilt, and shame turned into my shine by the author Tanika Drake, yours truly. Also brought to you by Dr. D from the Boom Factor. Appreciate her. So thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, I'll be back popping in. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. This is Tinika Drake. You are tuned into God's gift through his word. And you know, on today, <clears throat> I'm not normally on on Sundays, of course, but whenever something does happen, I love to speak about it. So today I was walking home and I just finished doing laundry. Okay. And as I was walking home, there's a older lady that lives in my area and I usually wave at her and she talks to me sometimes very minimal but on today (laughs) I was walking and she decided to open up a lot to me open up her heart open up what she had gone through some of the challenges that she had uh, come against so I'm going to share that story with you guys in today so it's an older woman and she's from Persia and she was talking about her husband, um, who was very abusive. And she she married an American man, and she was Persian. And she is Persian, I should say. And she was talking about the challenge of her um, older son, who was just very belligerent, and he's very angry, and a, a lot of stuff was going on. So she asked me, and sometimes, you know, the Lord puts us, <laughs> and the Holy Spirit especially, puts us in a position where we can be able to share the gospel, share an encouraging word, share something to somebody at that time. Today, this just happened to be the person. So, whew, it was it was it was a lot for me. I, I never had <laughs> never had anybody to like share so much at once. So she was sharing how her husband was very abusive to her, and she's like, "That doesn't happen to American women." I said, "Yes, it does." She's like, "Here in America." I said, oh, yes, it does. It happens here, too. And she asked me, you? And I said, yes. She's like, why? Why you? And I said, it just, you know, it happens. And uh, try to explain to her, you know, the difference that people don't don't really understand about domestic violence and domestic abuse and how it just creeps in. So I didn't give her all that backstory, but I just said to her, you know, it's Nobody wants to be with an abusive person and they don't tell you they're abusive. And she's like, why not? I was like, because then they, they wouldn't be able to marry you because they have to put on a facade first. But she didn't understand that. But she was, she started crying and expressing to me saying she should have never gotten married. And she was um, wishing she would have died because she said anything would have been better than her terrible marriage that she had gone through. And um, we sat and we talked 
and she asked for prayer and I prayed right there for her son and her family. So, you know, it's very, it's not, people can tell that there's something about you because something about you will stick out. You don't have to do much to to show if you really are a believer in Jesus Christ, there is something about you that's gonna stick out. It doesn't matter how hard you tried to cover it up. They can tell, people can tell, they can tell because you don't just walk up to anybody randomly like, hey, pray for me. You don't do that. People are very selective and they watch you and they see you and it's like that person right there, I bet, I know, and how did she know to come to me to ask for prayer? That's a God thing. That wasn't me, because I didn't tell her I was a Christian. I didn't profess anything to her like that. I would just say, hello, have a good day, being cordial, being nice, being pleasant. But when she asked me to pray, I did it. She's like, can you pray right now? I said, yeah, let's pray now. And I prayed for her son and her family, and then, um, after that is an older lady she's in her 60s and um she was we were just talking and she was crying and she's like you know i just went through so much and she was really explaining about how her marriage and she ended up having six kids forcefully because she really didn't enjoy the intimacy between her and that husband that she had she just didn't like it so you know it's a forceful thing and here come children so of course uh I understood that that kind of feeling. So we talked for a long time and she asked me, is there a God? I said, yeah. She's like, is there really? Because if there's no God, just tell me the truth. I said, there is a God. And I said, you see, she's like, well, why would all this stuff happen? Does God not see? I said, of course God sees. He knows. And I said, sin, sin entered into the world. That's why there's so much wickedness. That's why there's so much diseases and illnesses. God didn't want that, but sin crept in and sin has brought these evil and these things that are happening in the world. God doesn't want any of that. God did not create all of this craziness. He really didn't. And so she just kept looking up to the sky and she's like, there's a better place. I was like, there is. We have hope in Jesus Christ that living as close as we can to being like Jesus so that we can go to that afterlife so that we can live with him and she just kept looking to the sky she's like man it probably is so beautiful I was like it is she's like I hear about Jesus uh she's like I hear somebody tell me about Jesus that he was good that he loved children that he was just very nice and kind I was like yes Jesus was all of those things I said he, he died for us he died for us. He died, and he, and I told her all of that, and I just like, oh my gosh, I, I, I just couldn't believe it, you guys. I was, I didn't have an opportunity like this before, and so much, you know. And I gave her a hug and everything. She was just pouring out her heart, and talking to her, I could hear that she had a little bit of hopelessness, that she was down, very down, very saddened, very despondent, just like she didn't have any hope in anything anymore, that she just wanted to kind of give up, and she was just so sad. She was just crying so much, and the tears were rolling, and and she's like, I don't know why I had to go through this. I don't know why. She's like, I was with the husband, and he never took me out. He never took me to lunch. He didn't care about me, just nothing. And 
I guess she was thinking about how she used to be young and her youth was taken from her, you know, because of the husband. But I just wanted to share that story only because, of course, it happened, you know, today. (laughs) That's number one. But number two, you just never know who truly needs a word from you and needs you to talk to them and the Holy Spirit to utilize you as that vessel to speak something encouraging. And we talked for a long time. I was even freezing because it was cold outside. Okay, the wind was blowing and it was making me cold. Um, But the reality of the whole conversation, and I don't think I got a chance to ask her, but I'll probably have to ask her if she knows um, if she's accepted Jesus into her heart. I, I don't believe so because she was she was asking a lot of questions about God and asking a lot of questions about Jesus. But I'm going to ask and inquire again if I have that opportunity. But I guess at that time when she was crying and stuff, it was just more of consoling and encouraging and uh, really just letting her know that everything she'd gone through is not in vain and not for nothing. And she was just thinking about how her son is just so mean to her and she's like I didn't do anything and um, it was a lot she shared so much and after after we had our conversation she said you know what I'm so glad and I feel so much better you know talking to you she's like I I'm sorry she kind of apologized she's like I'm so sorry that I opened up my heart to you but I just I just felt so much better. This stuff just hurt me. It just bothered me, you know? And I said, I understand, I do. And she's like, you're so sympathetic and you're so nice and kind. Thank you for listening to me. Some people just need an ear and you never know when that person's going to require that ear from you. It could be anyone. And that is in the background so you know this is a live show right now so (laughs) I don't know whose alarm is going off like that but anyway I just wanted to share that because it was it was powerful to me I don't normally get to see a whole bunch of people just expose a whole bunch but people have done it to me and they've done it to me in stores and I share this a lot that I will be minding my business and here they come bloop, and they just open up which is probably why I should be a social worker or a counselor because <laughs> I don't have a problem with listening to people and letting them talk and get it out of their system and letting them vent it out and letting them pour out what is bothering them and that's why it is important It is important for all of us, excuse me, to remember that people do need you. And I was thinking about my, about um, the nonprofit that I'm still working on, you know, and I said, if I do not ever, and I'm not going to put a negative thing on it, but if I don't get a whole bunch of clients, that's okay. I'm still doing work. (laughs) I'm still doing work. And I'm very thankful that I'm pressing through and I am just... I'm just not going to give up because somebody out there needs to know about Jesus Christ. And even that, they need to know that they have someone with a listening ear that understands. And I'm just very, very, right now, I'm so thankful. You know, God 
is truly amazing. And after I've been listening to so many different preachers and pastors, I have to say this, that even though there are some pastors out there doing crazy things and all of that nonsense, you know, to be honest, it's not about them. It's about our Heavenly Father. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about the Holy Spirit. It has nothing to do with what they're doing with their foolishness, their nonsense. And looking at those things and looking at those behaviors <clears throat> can cause you, pardon me again, that can cause you to be really, really sad. Because you're like, these are pastors. These are people who are supposed to be in leadership and, and helping those in the church. And they're not doing their job. But remember, we are supposed to be looking to our Heavenly Father, never looking to man, because man is flawed. I am a flawed person. I have my own struggles that I deal with on a daily basis. And just as Paul says what he wishes he could do right, but he does wrong, it's, I struggle with the same thing. And it drives me bananas. It drives me crazy. Like Tanika, get it together. And sometimes Tanika cannot get it together. I need God to help me get it together. And I need Jesus to help me with this sanctification process. I need his help because there's no way I can do it on my own. I can't. None of us can. We all have our crosses to bear. We all have things that we have to deal with. Your struggle may not be mine, and my struggle may not be yours. There are different areas in each of our lives that we struggle with, but looking to Jesus and focusing on him and knowing that the reason he came was because of sin. And if we were going to repent and truly be saved, knowing that we're saved because we accept Jesus into our lives, knowing that you know that you have hope in Jesus Christ. You know that you're safe because you have accepted him into your heart and he causes you to repent. God causes you to repent. I don't care how many times that I want to walk around here and act like there's nothing wrong. There, are, there will be days there will be days, and I'll tell you the truth, it would just happened last month. There will be times when there's nothing that I can say about myself is any kind of consolation to me. It consoles me not. What I read in the Word just drives me to my knees, drives me to the floor, drives me to my face, and I cry something fierce. And I remember I had done it about two, three days straight because I said, Lord, I'm reading your word. And I talked to a pastor, Jay. I'm talking about him again. Walk of Truth Radio. If you guys haven't heard his, uh, <laughs> his interview, please check him out. Little sidebar. Okay, back to what I was saying. But I had talked to him and there was a passage. I think I told you guys this story before where I read Psalms. I think it was Psalms, uh, the 51st chapter, the whole thing. I could not read that scripture in Psalm. I could not read none of that passage without losing my stuff. And I'm talking about my tears. I could not read it. I could not read it. I could not read it without the tears just rolling because I know 
Jesus has sacrificed for me. And here I am, this wretched woman, this woman that's sinful, this woman that's trying to get her act together. This woman has that bad temper, this woman who has condescending attitudes sometimes, this woman who needs grace and mercy every single day. I need it. And here, this older woman coming to me, sharing to me about her struggles, her problems, her issues. We have to be loving. We have to be open to people. We can't throw them away and discard them, whether age, whether coming from a different country, like she comes from Persia. I can, oh, I can't talk to you. You're from Persia. Mm-mm, you're not American. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I have to think about that. Everyone in this entire world needs to hear about Jesus. Not everyone will accept the word and accept Jesus, but they need to hear it. And sharing about him as a believer, that should be one of our proudest things to do. Boast about Jesus Christ and his magnificence. Boast about him. Boast about how the Heavenly Father is glorious. He's just, he's righteous, he's understanding, compassionate. He's everything, the highest judge. He's our Heavenly Father. I love him, not because firstly, I loved him, he loved me first. He loved me first. Then I think about it now. As I think it, it causes me. It causes me to think about Jesus. Think about him being crucified and that he did nothing. I don't know how many of you have heard the story and really heard about Jesus Christ. But when you listen to him, when you hear about him and knowing that he did nothing and he was killed for our transgressions he was killed for our transgressions he died can you think about that someone who did nothing and he was killed he was stabbed pieces of his beard was plucked out they fed him vinegar instead of water put a thorn a crown of thorn on his head can you can you can you imagine nails through his hands, his feet bloody, battered, and bruised, pierced in his side, blood and water running out because he did nothing. Jesus chose and he chose it out of love. Nobody can love you like Jesus. I don't care how much they profess, nobody can love you like Jesus because they will not be willing to die for you. Jesus was willing to die on the cross for your sin and mine, for sins of the world and for those who will believe in him. And I can't stop. I used to wonder how saved I was and not by amount of saving. I just used to think, am I, do I know that I know that I know? But I know that I am, 
and I have joy and I am excited that Jesus, he died for me and I know that I'm going to see him. I can't wait to see him. I want to see him. I want to do the best I can to stop any sinful things that I have in my life. And I'm telling you guys right now with all transparency, even aside from this conversation that I had, I have things that I deal with all the time. And I am very, very thankful that God provides his mercy on me (laughs) and throws grace on me where it's needed. Because if God gave me what I deserved, I would surely not be talking to you guys right now. Thank God. Thank God that he is merciful. I don't deserve his grace. I'm not worthy of it. There's nothing I can do to earn it. It is so un- it is his unmerited favor that it gives me that grace and mercy. I wanted to share that with you guys on tonight. I know tomorrow I'm still doing the Deadbeat series, but I wanted to share this. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you need to get to know him. You need to accept him into your heart. If you don't know Jesus, just get to know him. He's a way maker. He will make a way for you. He died for you. And you know there's there's no way you can get to the Heavenly Father without first believing in Jesus Christ. You have to believe that Jesus, he lived, he died, he was crucified, buried, rose on the third day, and that he is up on the right hand interceding on your behalf, talking to the Heavenly Father. And in the word, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody comes to the Father but by me. You cannot get to the Heavenly Father and skip Jesus and go around Jesus and say, I just want to talk to God. No, you have to go through Jesus Christ. He is the Son of the living God. So I hope... I hope on tonight, you guys will have an amazing day. When you guys hear this in the morning or in the afternoon, I hope this, I hope this message hits your heart like it's hit, it's hit mine. Because we have forgotten in this country, and I'm not even going to say the country, I'm just saying the body of Christ. Some of us have forgotten why we even do church. Some of us have forgotten that. Everybody's so worried about who's the fancy singer coming in or who's the fancy preacher coming in or who's this and who's that. And it's it's like everybody's just parading around forgetting that we need to talk to people about the basics. But nobody's caring about that. And then we're wondering why people are having all these abuses and things going on. Because nobody's talking about what they need to. And the notorious, the furious, notorious prophets, they were talking on one of their um, YouTube videos about people not talking about sin, about pastors not talking about sin, and all this stuff in the, in the body of Christ. And they're right. Nobody talks about it. You could go to some churches now, and they talk about God's love, God's love. And I was sitting in a church like that, and... I said, okay, I understand about God's love, but where's the rest that people need to hear? Where's the rest about talking about sin and repentance? Where is that part? A lot of churches stray away from that, don't want to talk about it. 
but we'll be getting into it. <laughs> we'll be getting into it. So for now, I thank you guys for tuning in, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try something out. I might go into the Laugh Ink page, and we'll get to doing some crafting art. I don't know if I'll do it on here, but I bought some cardstock uh, to make some cards and things. I've just been uh, wanting to do a whole bunch of um, creating things, and I'm almost done with all my bookmarks. So I'm gonna be doing that. So I just wanna say, you guys be blessed, motivated, and inspired. And thank you for tuning in and to the Coffee Black Show, Mr. Reggie. Thank you for engaging with my son. <laughs> I appreciate you. So if you guys haven't got a chance to hear the Mr. Coffee Black Show, take a listen to Mr. Reggie. Um, he was on uh, IG when my son was going live. So that was really cool. He was talking to him. So I hope you guys are going to have an amazing day. Remember, be blessed, motivated, and inspired. And you've been listening to God's gift through his word with your lovely and amazing host, Tanika Drake. You guys take care, and I'll talk with you guys again very soon. Bye now. that was just a snippet from the series that I'm working on. I want to thank Dwin for uh, lending his insight and such informative information. So I also am keeping this series open for any other men that would like to tap in and give some insight from your personal perspective. Definitely looking to hear from you. So if you would like to be a part of this, you can just set up voice message just like D. Wynn did. And I hope to hear from you so we can have that dialogue. And I want to hear what your feelings are on this situation. What do you think about the beat fathers? And we know what that entails men that do not of course take care of their responsibilities uh, for providing for their children providing for the mother so please i hope you guys will chime in the men out there of anchor please come on over and give some insight i look forward to hearing your perspective take care and have a blessed day hey tamika Okay, so I listened to, uh, I, I want to say that's probably what the first episode in the series. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. So um, again, no problem. Thank you for even allowing me to utilize your platform to speak on a topic that is near and dear uh, to my heart and allows me to show another side of myself, I think, on my, po- on my actual uh, podcast. I don't always show that vulnerability and um, the softer side of me. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will continue to keep listening. And, you know, I'm here whenever you need something. Let me know. I know they're taking away the voice call thing. So we're going to have to find another way to chit chat with each other or, you know, reach out to each other. Hi, Tanika. So nice to meet you. Yeah. So. I saw your podcast on Guru, uh, the Guru Warriors channel. I believe it was Guru. I think it was Guru. None, none, neither here nor there. I found you. So here I am. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, Anchor is very finicky sometimes. I find that I have these very inspirational, like, you know, one-run episode records, and sometimes they'll be, like, gone, like, just disappeared. And so there's little aspects of it that kind of just irk me slightly, but I try my best to realize and remember that it's free and it's probably one of the best uh, well put together, well formatted for like new podcasters that have no need or desire for equipment. So I really kind of do like it for that aspect. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's gift through his word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift through his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day, I hope that you find this inspiring, hope you find it motivating, and I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care. And thank you for tuning in.